Hey guys, it's Robert Alexander, and this is week four of my podcast that still does not have a name. I promise you I'm working on it. Uh, I hope you all had a wonderful week. I definitely did. This week I had a lot of firsts, and they were actually all successful. They were spectacular, and I'm so happy and proud of myself for doing them. Um, I'm someone who is normally um, in control, or at least I try to be in control of everything. So it was actually really um, comforting and nice to forfeit that control just for a little while and see what happened. I'm still here. I'm still alive. And it's been wonderful. This week, my question is, who were you before the world chewed you up and spit you out? Uh, In the past few episodes, I've talked about how I've had dreams and how they didn't happen. Um, I had ways about myself that I've since critiqued and I do feel like I'm a more refined version of myself but right now I am in an exploratory phase of understanding who I am authentically. Um, Certain conversations over the past, over over the span of my uh, existence have changed me and some for the better, some for the worse and I guess right now I'm just in a place of rediscovering who I am before I was before I was exposed to too much criticism um now I feel I am most in a place where I can receive people's opinions on certain things and their views and their thoughts and it doesn't sway who I am not in a stubborn way or a self-righteous way but simply you know uh I guess in a confident way I know who I am I know what works best for me and I am always open to other people's perspectives but at this particular point in my life I'm the oldest I've ever been the wisest I've ever been and I um I I have a good understanding of what works for me but maybe 10 years ago 15 years ago it was not quite as easy I am the youngest of five I come from a blended family I have two brothers and two sisters Uh, my oldest brother uh, was killed uh, about 10 years ago now but growing up I was the baby and though being the baby has many many perks I also had seven parents (laughs) because everyone wanted to tell me what to do and I was not able to really formulate independence because over time I think that I learned to expect everyone's direction and therefore I didn't have the foundation and my conscience was swayable my perspective was swayable everything that I did was kind of listening to the voice in the back of my head which was my mom which was my dad which was my sister which which was my aunt or my cousin or anyone else who I looked up to and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that but I was never able to hear my own voice and to be hardwired into a thinking such as that is really tricky when you begin to navigate adulthood because then the voices are no longer there and now you have to kind of blindly guide yourself and maybe this is just the way of life um but I do wish that it would have gone differently not that I have regrets everything happens for a reason and I am very proud of who I am now but I think that I had some rough years starting out because of this not really having a voice of my own I 
was a very passive young adult and I think I gravitated towards people with strong personalities simply because they would be a guide for me. I was always looking for the voice in someone else and you know like I said I don't regret any of it because now I'm starting to understand why it happened that way. I gravitated towards people who were rebellious and repugnant and stubborn and though these people weren't all bad I saw strength in their resistance because I think that um, I saw strength in their resistance because they did something that I was not bold enough to do march to the beat of their own drums and in doing this I tried on many different hats none of which truly fit um, and it was exciting at the time but to piggyback off of last week's episode I think this is why I did not fit in the friendships that I had. Not that every single friendship I had was, you know, negative or it wasn't all based on that, but I'm starting to understand the common thread, which is so interesting. Once you speak on something and put it out into the universe, I think that then it's able to be worked out. It's not just this mysterious thing behind a curtain. Now you're addressing something. So I also implore you all to do this as well. That being said, over the years, I didn't realize what was happening, but actually what ended up happening is that I had had enough of trying to wear this shoe and trying to fit that hat and trying to be this person for everyone else, and I decided to live for myself. And I have my friend Devin to thank for this. Two years ago now, in 2016, when... Devin and I decided to do drag for Halloween. <laughs> I hope he doesn't mind me telling this story. But anyway, um, we did it. And it was the most liberating and crazy thing I have ever, ever done. I mean, I really committed to it. And I was so uncomfortable. I was, I was so many things. It was exciting because I got to take on a whole new persona and I was completely out of my comfort zone. I was a spectacle for people to say whatever they wanted to say about it. And that can be very scary, but I had to commit to it. And I guess even though I was a completely different person, I had to find the me inside of all of this to, to, to anchor myself. And in doing that, not caring what anyone thought about it, you know, obviously my gay friends would not mind. But not caring what my family thought about it, not caring what the straight people at the party thought about it, not caring about any anyone else's opinion was liberating because finally my voice was in the forefront, which was a brand new experience for me because I was always tailoring myself for someone else. In, even in the smallest or most minute way, I was always tailoring myself for other people and this was solely for me to me this was planting a seed and over the past two years i've had experiences that nurtured and and watered that seed uh a few months later or two months later right before christmas i ended up going to la for a week by myself i had never even been to california and i decided to do it on my own and there i was able to see what I was made of, see that I was not going to cave in without the voices around me and also understand, and I don't know how easy this is to grasp, but that, but 
I really understood then just how much I loved myself. I took care of myself out there and it wasn't for anyone else. It was simply me being me with no influence and that may not come out the way that I wanted to. I'm not sure if anyone will be able to receive it the way that I'm saying it, but for the very first time, I just saw me and that was amazing. Who I had become and learning who I was even in such a small amount, could no longer tolerate certain things in my life. And that's when it began to change. That's when I came home and I understood that that toxic relationship that I had referred to in the last episode, uh, it had to end. And I was willing to be the bad guy if that's what it took. I simply could no longer do it. And that following summer... <laughs> I decided to paint my nails black, not because I'm goth or anything, but just as a way of self-expression. Black is my favorite color. And I, I've i become a junkie in a sense of self-expression and perhaps provocation because I'm simply being me. And I don't care what people may think of it because I've learned that everyone has an opinion almost on everything. That's the culture. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, everything makes us believe that we have the right to speak on these things and perhaps you do on these on these media platforms but in the real world I don't give a flying fuck and that's the most beautiful thing I've ever come to realize and again not in a self-righteous way not in a not in a defensive way I simply do not care because I know me so well that that that's all that matters Throughout this experience, I realized that the change that I wanted to see, I had to become. And that's what I really want to inspire everyone out here in such a beautiful way. Be the change that you want to see. I found myself becoming frustrated with the people around me because they weren't doing the same thing, the same thing, the same things that I wasn't doing. I wanted them to be a leader and to be a voice for me. But instead... I ended up becoming that voice for myself. So I guess the follow-up question is, who have you become since the world has chewed you up and spit you out? I want to finish off with a quote by Marianne Williamson that my friend Ivan shared with me. Until we have met the monsters in ourselves, we keep trying to slay them in the outer world, and we find that we cannot. For all darkness in the world stems from darkness in the heart, and it is there that we must do our work. I think that's so beautiful. And I love the way it cut through my ego and changed my perspective to an internal viewpoint instead of placing blame on everyone else. I hope you all have a wonderful week and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.